we're finally having a general election. But will it really solve the parliamentary problems we're currently experiencing? Why are we in the situation we're in? Why are we having a general election at all? What exactly has this current Parliament of MPs been doing all this time? Have they had some grand plan to keep us in the EU? Has it involved moving the goalposts, changing the language and ripping up parliamentary convention in order to get a second referendum to undo the first? Yes, but actually it's simpler than that. They want to, in their words, take no deal off the table because then when they, MPs, have a vote, they get to choose between the deal and remain, which is the only logical option if you prevent it from leaving without a deal. They know they have a majority backing Remain, and they will say they are being democratic when they vote for it. But really, this has been about controlling only one part of this process. Not the negotiations with the EU, but the approval mechanisms of Parliament. As long as they can either keep delaying or cancel, they will keep playing their game. The game that gives them the Leave or Remain referendum that they wish they had never given the public. It's not a people's vote they want at all. It's an MP's only vote, a politician's vote. The only one they know they will win. The people's vote is a sideshow, more delaying tactics, a distraction. They will kick up as much dust as possible in order to cover their real mission. Contempt of the voters, yes, but actually of the very positions they hold. They will undermine their own place in how our democracy functions in order to get their way. That's what they have been doing. And in that, their opinion of voters and the public more widely is really revealed. Because they think they can get away with it. In fact, they've done an exceptional job at getting away with it, at convincing people that they should be suffering from Remainism, that Brexit derangement syndrome is actually the rational reaction to what has happened. It's a form of hysteria unheard of in politics until now. And again, it's only so there is a club that people can join to be on their side, the side that wants power over everyone and will never give that power up ever again. Welcome to Sounding Board, and this first videoed edition of Sounding Board. I don't want to look at you or look at the. Well, that's if it, that's if it, if it works out and it goes out on video, but I'm hope, I'm hoping that it will. Yeah. So Brexit. Well, okay. My second intro, because I've already done my first. You've got a second intro. I've got a second intro. I've already done my first intro. So that was your pre-intro. Is this the post-intro? Anyway, on the 29th of March, we were supposed to leave the European Union, which was a couple of days after your birthday. It, it would have been, it would have been a nice birthday a present. A nice birthday present. It was my birthday a couple of days ago. And we're supposed to be leaving the European Union at the end of this month. But obviously we're not. So that's two birthday presents we could have had. Or at least one of us could have had. But we've been denied. Now what? Well, who knows? So we've got a, we've got a general election. Um, and I guess the outcome of that general Finally. election will determine what happens next. Well, so do you want to talk about how the general election has kind of come about then? Because it's, it's not exactly been smooth sailing, has it? Well, Boris has been asking for a general election since September. Do you want to rewind a bit before that? Well, who's been asking for a general election for okay, a lot so longer than that? For the, for the past probably two years. Since, 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 well, he, since the since, last one. Since, since he lost in since, 2017, obviously Jeremy Corbyn has been 
shouting for a general election, which is, to be fair, that's what opposition do. I mean, as an opposition leader, the number one thing you should want above anything else should be a general Top election. Top order government? It's, yeah, of course. It, it, it should be, you know, and, and as, a, as an opposition leader, from the point in which you lose, you should be gaining momentum and gaining, you know, gaining, maybe a better word than momentum, you know, you should be gaining popularity, the polls should be going in your well, way. You should when, be. Whenever, whenever there's a by-election, they normally go in favour of the opposition. So you should be building on from, that should be your lowest point, should yeah. be the point where you lose that election and you, you work to the new one. So at any point, you should want a general election, which is what he's been saying. I mean, it's been very clear that that's not been the case in terms of the polling of the Labour Party and for his um, personal leadership opinion uh, approval ratings. But he should still have been asking for a general election anyway. But there's been this little interim period where he specifically not wanted a general election. But why is that? Well, obviously he'll get obliterated. Well, that, according to the polls, he'll get obliterated. But what, no, what changed between yesterday and two days ago then? Well, so they've got the extension, uh, which Parliament asked for, not, not Boris Johnson, not the government. Parliament, by passing the Ben Act, forced the Prime Minister to send a, a photocopy of, of, of the letter. So why didn't he vote for the general election on Monday? The EU had already given the extension. I'm not trying to trip you up. I'm saying he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Within 24 hours, possibly less than that, he went from not voting for a general election under the Fixed Term Parliaments Act to voting for a general election on, on pretty much the same day, I think, as in the general election is set for pretty much the same day, with a, a so-called one-line bill. So the, with this with this one line bill, okay. So it's, it's important to note the reason that they have the one line, one line bill is because they only need a standard parliamentary majority to get that through. They don't need the super majority that they needed with the fixed term parliament. So how many people voted however, for the second bill? <laughs> however, more people. Four hundred and thirty-eight or something. They got so many votes with the one line bill that it could have gone through. This just makes no sense to me. And Absolutely this is the point no I sense. wanted to make. Why? Why go through that? Other than looking at the politics of it, suddenly what changed was the SNP and the Lib Dems saying, we'll vote for your one-line bill. We want a general election. Rather than being silly about it, they actually came out and said, what? And they outflanked him. And so now he's come out saying, right, fine, we'll have a general election. But they've had, they've had Labour people on the news today, on the media today, saying, we called for a general election. The the, you know, the lies have already started. I mean, it's just it's just nonsense, isn't it? I think the um, I think the Lib Dems and the SNP have different reasons as well for wanting a general election. So I think yeah, the Lib Dems want a general election before Brexit happens because Brexit is their thing. Stopping Brexit, revoking Article Fifty. Not not even even. Yeah. I mean, Joe Swinson has said even if there's a second referendum, and leave win, she's just going to ignore the result. So she's yeah. absolute revoke, remain, yeah. stay in the EU. If Brexit has happened, that kind of takes the wind out of her sails a bit. So I think the main reason that she wants the election now is because Brexit hasn't happened, and she's trying to get more MPs. She's, yes, she's, so to, you know, when her popularity is okay, is is good because she's leading the only true Remain party. Yep. Uh, you know, she's got a, a chance of getting more seats before Brexit than after Brexit. I think after Brexit, people will think, okay, well, I might as well go back to Labour now because yeah. you know it, it, it doesn't make a difference. The SNP. 
Uh, I think they won a general election before Alex Salmon starts getting in the news and getting in court. Um, January, I think. Yeah, so yes. that's why they want for it this in December. sex abuse scandal alleged stuff. Yeah, well, whatever, whatever it is, but they yeah. they want an election before that happens because yeah. that will negatively impact the, the the polling. So that's why those two. So it's politics, it. of course. It's all politics, and they're um, all morons, <laughs> which is why they're floundering around and flip flopping. Politically, and... when do you think the right time for Labour to want a general election is was should be then, based on your reading of the situation with the Lib Dems and the SNP? It's difficult because their polling has been going down and down and down recently. I yeah. think they've missed the boat, and I think probably sometime in April, after we've missed the you know the March thirty first or March twenty ninth yeah. deadline, I think that would have been a good time for them to call the general election and say, mm. "Look at these imbeciles! I can't do I can't do a damn thing." Yeah, um, let's call for a general election and, and stick me in charge. Um, but it's but it's difficult. It's it's. I- I, th- I mean, I've always said that their best chance, they, they needed to tag the Conservatives with Brexit and let them actually get Brexit done. And the problem with the Labour Party's Brexit policy, which obviously everyone knows is an utter shambles and is contradictory and is for both leave and remain and for having a deal and for not recommending the deal and well, so all of that let's, nonsense. Let's, let's just quickly go through all their, all their <laughs> policy. So their policy is to scrap the current deal, the current withdrawal agreement that is agreed with the with the EU and has yeah. gone through Parliament is to scrap that. Yeah. It's to negotiate what it's they not quite gone through Parliament, but yeah. Yeah, as 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 near as makes no difference, I think. Um, and it's you know, the bill itself has, has passed. Um it's to, to scrap that. It's to get what it could it, get a majority is the point you're making. Yes. It hasn't and there is chicanery that might stop it, but it could. Yeah, it's it's you know, compared it's, to Maze it's, deal. it's yeah. as good as good it's as good as any deal ever has. Yes, um, and certainly none has ever. Yeah, no no indicative vote has ever gone through. Yes. Um, and got a got a majority. It's the first one that's done that. They're going to sc- and and it's been you know it's been uh, agreed with the EU. So all they need to do yeah. is get it through Parliament and then it's and then it's ratified. They're going to scrap that. They're going to get what they deem to be a better deal, which would pr- probably be I mean it would be, be a much worse deal. It'll be in the single market. It'll be in the customs union, whatever. Better as far as they're concerned. But yeah. better as far as they're concerned. They're again, they're then going to have a people's vote, but they're not going to say we've got it. We've negotiated what we think is a good deal. It's now up to you. They're going to campaign against their own deal. So the deal that they've just negotiated with the EU that yeah. they that they they're trying to get that they think is better. They're going to be negotiating. Well, they're going to be campaigning against their own deal. In a in a people's vote and, yeah. and, and campaigning to remain, so it's just it's a it's it's fast. Bonkers. It fast. is it is complete fast. Right. I think the point I was going to make was they actually should want to tag the Tories with doing Brexit, so that anything negative that does happen, they can say it's the Tories' fault. Tory hard Brexit, all that kind of thing, and. The best time for them, I've always thought, is they need to kind of look like they're trying to stop Brexit, but not really. Let Brexit happen. Let it be the Tories. Let it be Boris's. I'm before that maze. Then wait for some bad news to start coming out, because obviously there's going to be some bad news. Um, And if anything, I thought it'd be better for them if they actually engineered there to be no deal. Because then the chances of there being economic shocks are greater. Um, and then as soon as things are a bit wobbly, go for a general election. Surely then 
the government is at its weakest. Surely you only want a generation when the government is its weakest and you're relatively strong. So I think... I think but they bluff <clears> that. Excuse me. I, I think that's what Corbyn wants. Or wanted. Wanted. I think he now sees Parliament just going on forever and then seeking extension after extension, not ever agreeing on anything. You're just going on and on and on. And he's thinking it's going to I get think... worse and worse. And, and I, can't, I can't keep saying I don't want a general Did election. Did you see how happy I... he was? Did you just oh, see he was, how, he was happy, how he was happy relaxed, he was. He was in his, he's, he's, he's up for, he's right for a campaign, he loves it. I mean, but he me. said, I'm cam- we're campaigning all <clears throat> he said, as, uh, it, To me, that's just all he does, he just campaigns. And everyone talks about how great a campaigner he is, whatever. But well, it's a bit like a protest, isn't it? It's like getting out yeah. in it. You know, he's, he loved it in 2017, he was in his element then. You know, yeah. He properly out-campaigned Theresa May. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's, he's loving it now. Yeah. But blown the no deal thing. Right, here's the point though again. They've changed the goalposts, haven't they? Or have they moved them? <laughs> they've, they've moved the goalposts. What is no deal now? They're, right, the withdrawal agreement nearly passed. Yep, so they had the Ben Act, the Surrender Act, the Surrender Bill. That got the extension, but... The withdrawal agreement nearly got through. I think it's what you were saying. Oh, the nearest damn it went through. It didn't go through. There is no withdrawal. If there had a withdrawal agreement, wouldn't have needed the extension, probably wouldn't be having the general election. So it's important that the fact that it didn't get ratified. But it got really close. And my observation is, as a result of it getting really close, everyone's just gone nuts. All of the, all of the Remainists have just gone nuts. And the stuff that's been coming out and the stuff that's been said over the last week and a half has been crazy. Yes, the last few days have been all about them saying, well, then I need a general election and we need to get this sorted and we'll just keep asking for a general election until you give it to us, which I think is a very good strategy. And yeah, not that they needed more than a couple of votes this time around and we've discussed how stupid that was. But up until the point that they weren't sure whether or not the bill was just going to get amended to death. And let's be very clear, you can't amend the treaty. You can't amend the treaty. Well, so the treaty is there. You either vote for it or you don't vote for that's it. The, the concept you, you, of amending the treaty is just such nonsense. That's what I think is, is daft, because as soon as you make any amendment at all, however, however small it is, yeah. you cannot ratify that. It has to go back to the EU. But there was a point, wasn't there, when I think you, Joe Swinson's thought it was going to get voted, voted in, that suddenly we were going to have this treaty and that we were going to leave on the 31st of October. And at that moment, there was this few days where suddenly no deal didn't become no this deal, it became no trade deal. Did you sense any of that? Did you see any of that? And you see, you see you've been really busy this week. I've been soaking up the media, I think, a lot more. There was a point where suddenly no deal became what happens at the end of the transition period, rather than what happens right now. And so this isn't preventing no deal at all. Passing this deal, this deal, you said before it was this deal or no deal. Now you're saying this deal can lead to no deal? What are you talking about? Well, so they've been saying that for a couple of weeks. That was one of the things that, that, that people have said. It's like, we, we, we need to make the amendments to this deal because potentially we can crash out in 18 months or whenever, you know, whenever it is, um, which sounds fine to me. But doesn't it, doesn't it pour water on everything they've been saying about this, in I mean, that, quotes, deal? That's one of the, that's one of the reasons. That the, they their had, terminology they had to, has been terrible. On but this. that's one of the reasons they had to put the Ben Act through again, wasn't it? Or, um, it was because of, they were worried about crashing out in at the end of the withdrawal agreement. I'm sure that's one of the reasons they put but it the, through. Well, but the point is, if they do 
Because um, the, 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 the withdrawal agreement's passed, the Ben Act has no force whatsoever. That's it. The, the Ben Act can't extend the extension. Can't extend. Sorry, the um, the transition period. No, but the, the, they wanted they wanted the Ben Act to grant an extension um, to give them time to to mess around because they were worried that the withdrawal act would go through and they wouldn't yes. have any time to to try and amend it and well you see I don't know I, I, th- think, I think I think the Ben Act was was to extend it to stop no deal they were definitely talking about crashing out at the end of the withdrawal agreement before they put the Ben Act in though were they definitely right okay that was that, that was one of the people but was that just them aligning getting their next set of arguments could be so, but that was definitely some of the people uh, some of the MPs were saying that's why they voted for the Ben Act because they were they weren't worried about um, you know, crashing out yeah. now because Boris has got a, a, a deal. They're worried about the, crashing out in politically, whenever. though. Right. So you're right about the Lib Dems. You're right about the SNP wanting a general election, wanting it now. It's better for them now. Um, I wonder though whether politically, it's better for them, Brexit politics-wise, to try and pass other Ben Acts to restrict what the UK can do in the future. I mean, the Ben Act was designed, and I don't think we need to have a conversation about what's constitutional and what's not, but it was essentially to be the puppet master of the um, of the Prime Minister, wasn't it? That's what it was designed to do. And you will lift your pen and you will sign here, if only they'd actually written that in the bill. But it's all about saying, you will do this, otherwise it's against the law. So they could pass another bill that says you will negotiate a free trade agreement that has free movement of people, free movement of capital, free movement of... You know, they could do all that, that has a customs union. That's the free trade agreement that you must negotiate. But are you, are you talking about what's good for Remainers or are you talking about what's good for the Lib Dems or for the SNP in general? Because there are different uh, Remainers. Yeah, so if, 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 if we're out and out Remain, yes, no election, but just re- carry to on To me, that, that Remainist Lib Dem, that, that, that's it, isn't it? Or are you saying that Jo Simpson is thinking past Brexit? I think she's thinking of the Lib Dems and wants to get more seats and now is the best time to do it. You don't think preventing Brexit trumps all that? No, I think she's under more pressure now she's leading with the Lib Dems. Yeah. So potentially, while it was Vince Cable, that might have been an easy easy option. Just keep it it simple. I'm old anyway. I'm not going to be here forever. Just keep it simple. But for her now, she's got she's she's thinking about her career. She's thinking about the fact that she's young. She's my age. Um, I am still young, I think. And we were a millennial. We've already discussed this. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I was born right on the border, so I can be interpreted either way. <laughs> I'm 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 generation fluid. <laughs> anyway, anyway. She, she, she's not real, but I, I don't. I don't think it's it's just that. Either. I think <coughs> she's she's getting pressure from you know from everybody else in the Lib Dems. So yeah. look, we're we're doing well in the polls. Look at all the people who've defected to us. Lots, yeah, lots of people have defected. If we need to keep and gain more seats, we need an election now. If we wait until after Brexit, that momentum will have gone. What is it? Even if, even if even if they've prevented, you know, let's 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 say they they, they revoke Article Fifty. And, that, and we we remain yeah. through Corbyn or, or, or the remainers yeah, yeah. or whatever. Let's say it happens again. Why why vote Lib Dem then? Because we they were right all along. No, you, you, people won't do that. People will, will just. What does it say? It's like the Brexit Party. The Brexit Party. They their polling went down. I'm 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 with, I'm with you. The, the the Brexit Party and the Lib Dems support is soft. It's it's there for one reason. It's there to either prevent 
or obtain Brexit. And as soon as either one of those happens, it melts away. What does it say about the Lib Dems that more Tories MPs have joined them than Labour MPs have joined them? Or what does that say about the Tories? I think it's... <laughs> yeah, so I... Is, is that the wrong question? I should have been saying, what does that say about the Conservative They're Party? They're not traditional Tories, I, I don't think. So what does that say about the Conservative Party? I, I find this... We've not discussed this particularly, I don't think, have we? About the 20-plus Amber Rudd, 21-plus Amber Rudd, whatever it is, that got you know expelled, they had the whip removed... I mean, you and I go. Finally, <laughs> they, you know, in the same way that if Labour split down ideological lines, I'd be saying the same thing. Finally, look, a group of people who do share similar views, your Hammonds and your you know, the Gawkwood Squad and all of that, they didn't share the views of actually the the rest of the party, did they? No, not at all. Um, and yeah, Nicholas Soames and Ken Clarks and, and these people, Rory Stewart's. They were never really Tories, were they? Right, and you've just named three people that haven't joined the Lib Dems. Oh, sorry, I thought we were talking about the people who'd left. You yeah, know, but I'm saying that... Um, yeah, but I'm saying there's a, there's a special type of them. So you're talking about like your nanny Wallace Sam, and, Guy and Sam. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They were always Lib Dems. But to be honest, I think potentially you could say that the likes of Hammond and Gork are, are Lib Dems, that David Livington and all of, all of this lot. So what, right, I, while we're talking about the MPs then... Um, should we go through the list of the ones? Well, so I'm, 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 I've been bored of Brexit, so I was hoping we could do something a bit more fun. Bored of Brexit past the deal? No, just no. Bored of Brexit. That's been trending. <clears throat> it has been trending. I'm, I'm bored of Brexit. I don't want a deal. Just leave. Yep. Um, but anyway, so I've, I've made a couple of lists. So do we? Do we want to go? Do we want to go through the list of people who aren't standing? Do you or? know what? Before we go, if you don't mind, before we go through the list. Only because of one particular name on the list. Should we just talk very briefly about the People's Vote campaign? Okay. And again, I don't know how much you know about what's been happening in the People's Vote campaign over the last several days. They're not very happy with Roland Rudd, are they? Who's Roland Rudd? He's he's the guy who's been bankrolling them, isn't he? He's the chairman. Right, but he's he's been providing them. He's been uh, yeah. Providing he's a lot of a, money, I think. He's a he's a PR exec. Yep. Yeah. Who else is he? Is he the husband of someone? Oh, it is. Did you not know? No. <laughs> Am- Amber Rudd's husband. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just clicked. Yeah. Right. Okay. The Rudds. Right. That's starting to make sense now. I, I didn't. I didn't put two and two together. Didn't you? Well, I only, I only heard about him first. I mean, I didn't care about the people's vote, so I only heard about him when he was in the news like, this week. Like likewise. Um, but he's been having a proper falling out with. Um, the likes of um, uh, what's his name uh, Alistair Campbell um, and then other people that no one's ever heard of the, the communications director a couple of others uh, vocal members of the, you know, the leadership if you like the People's Vote campaign uh, and they've, had a, they've, been, they've been having a bit of a falling out for months now but then it, again to me it seemed like they're about to lose they're about to lose they're about to lose so suddenly everything gets thrown up in the air and it's, it's revealing I think that of how close someone is to losing when suddenly the bickering and the infighting starts happening. Um, he, like some Rudd, um, fired a couple of these guys, uh, senior figures. 
But then they turned up at the office and he didn't let them in. And then he turned up to a meeting and they, they were stopped at the door. and then Or they got in, but then he refused to enter the All this nonsense has been happening at People's Vote HQ and all that. And he was supposed to give a talk to them or something, wasn't he? And he didn't turn up or he didn't know. He was supposed to turn up to one meeting. He went to Sky News Studios and gave an interview instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the other guy did the same thing. And they've just been, they've been um, shouting at each other across the media, basically. The schism has been around, and I, I, I do sympathise with Rudd on this one. The likes of Campbell want it to be second referendum. It's about democracy. It's about more democracy. It doesn't matter whether you vote, leave, or remain. This is about second referendum. It's about com- confirmatory votes, ha- making sure that people have their say, etc., etc., etc. Whereas Rudd's like, it's for remain, you fools. Of course, it's everyone knows we're for remain. And so why don't we just come clean of that? And they're like, don't mention the war, is their, I, I think, their, their view. And so that's where the split has kind of happened. There was a meeting, I think, yesterday or today, where uh, even with these expelled people gone, the rest of them have like, done some vote of no confidence in Rada's chairman. He hasn't accepted it. Like, it's, a, it's a shambles. I mean, you could ask, should they have a second vote for that, just to make sure. But... Um, that's been imploding. That campaign has been has been imploding, um, but I think that's a, that's 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 just a sign that Brexit is nearing. Is that is that would you would you agree with that? It's it certainly it certainly appears it certainly appears to be that way. But from one Rudd to another, because Amber Rudd, have you heard about Amber Rudd in the last twenty four hours? No. So her majority, if you can call it that is like a couple of hundred votes yeah, in her constituency. Yeah, I need, I need, so she's I need, always I need been on a, on a knife edge. Marginal. Yeah. So she announced that she is not standing this time, which I think is part of the list you, you've got here. Well, so I've got, a, I've got a couple of lists. I've, got a, I've been researching for lists of all the people that currently aren't standing. Um, so yeah. I thought we could go through those. I've just got a list of people that I'm going to be glad to see the back of. Well, and so let's start with Amber Rudd. If you don't mind, if only because, and I know I'm hijacking you reading your list here. I haven't even got to the only, one number one in my list. Number one on my list isn't Amber Rudd, but I just want to make the point that she she had a little negotiation with number ten over whether she could have the whip reinstated so she could leave a Tory, and they said no, <laughs> and that's happened in the last couple of hours. <laughs> which which is funny, but yeah, I'll be glad to see the back of her. I, I think she's been utterly useless, but also a poor politician. If anything, she's been a candidate for a certain award of mine, the Chukarumuna Award. Well, you've got a short while to give it to her before she before we have the election and she ceases to become an MP. So she's can... a nominee. Okay, a nominee for the Chukarumuna Award is Amber Rudd for rejoining the cabinet and then leaving again. So this list here I've got, and, and these are in no particular order. These are just I'll just because I asked down. you in the week, didn't I, about a priority list of you know who would you get rid of first, and you're like, oh, six hundred and fifty of them. <laughs> <laughs> Only if we can't replace them. Um, got it. But I have I have got a list. So this this uh, I guess so. This is number one. Shall on the I list. get my tiny violin out for these? <laughs> so number one on the list, and this isn't the number one, but this is this is you know he was the first name that came to mind, and he's he's probably a nominee. Oh, a nominee for the Chukarumuna Award? I think it could be. I think it could be. Okay. David Lammy. Da- David Lammy's not standing? Or are you saying David Lammy's... No, he's, he's, he's in my list. I would like to see him Oh, I see. Lose Sorry. Seat. 
Oh, this, I this see. Is, this is your who you want to lose. This is Andy's list of who I want to Oh, lose you see, I disagree with you entirely about David Lammy. David Lammy needs to stay exactly where he is. I've got a couple of... I've got another list for that, but he's not on that. I, I've just had I enough. I've had enough of it. <laughs> You've had enough of David Lammy has really got to you. Oh, come on. Just the video of him saying there are no police here. With a policeman behind him. Yeah, or, this the, guy or, is... the, or the master. Have you seen the mastermind that he was on? Yes, that's funny. <laughs> that's there. funny. But also him and saying it, about how there are Nazis. Smoke, black, black smoke. Black smoke. Coming out of the, the Vatican. Oh, is, it's on. a bit racist. He needs to stay around for at least another term. He's a poster child. He's, he's, just, he's just got to the point where he's now so awful. That <laughs> I, I don't, well, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, we'll see. anyway. Um, Dominic Grieve. Dominic Grieve can... He's got to be on everybody's list, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will. I will not. I will not miss him. Uh, Hillary Ben. So I, the Benat. It's 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 just. Oh, it's okay, okay. The, the, the surrender bill. Interesting. So I as as Labour politicians go, I didn't mind him. Yeah. For a, a long time. Can't stand him now. Gave the best speech of the last twenty years in Parliament. In Parliament, yes. So I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about in the Commons. Yeah, yeah. So. Greatest speech, and this is somebody else. Twenty years, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. This is somebody else. This is within that time scale. This is somebody else who I can't stand. Yeah. Normally, who gave the speech of his life, Ken Livingstone, after the seven at seven bombings. Ah. Hackles on the back of my neck whenever I. In fact, right, now okay, it's giving that, me goosebumps just thinking right, about. Right, but that, that was him as London Mayor. It was. Yeah. As yeah. Okay, so politician speeches. But he, another politician who I, I don't like um, and disagree with, but that was a fine speech. Yep. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Caroline Lucas. Ha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, she's another one that, just like Joe Swinson, is campaigning for a second referendum that she would then ignore, and has said that explicitly. Oh, of course. I mean, what on earth is that about? I mean, obviously she's a green, so she's crazy. Joe Swinson is next on my list. Um, Did, I mean, this, what are you calling this list? This is my wish list. This is my wish list of, of people. It's not, it's not a hate list. This is just this is my this is my bad list. But is bad it, MPs. I mean, I, I didn't have room for all six hundred and fifty. These are the people I want to lose their seats because they wind me up. Okay, I just wanted to get the criteria for this. This is people you've just had enough of. You want to see the back. I've of. had enough of, and it's 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 a, particularly around Brexit. Yeah, um, I mean, like, let's be clear. Back in twenty fifteen election, doesn't that seem a long time ago? Doesn't that seem a long time ago? Um, the you know, Ed Balls was on my list, and then he was out. Yeah, Douglas Alexander. I mean, this that was a I was we Dougie. I was I was dancing that day. You know, there were there were so many good wins. <laughs> Did you see the video of the Guido Fawkes um, office when Ed Balls was announced that he'd lost his seat? No. Oh, they were they were like they, they, you could see them sitting just in front of the TV the and they just jumped up in the air. <laughs> they got the champagne out and they were roaring. It was yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that was, was me minus the champagne anyway. Um, Oliver Letwin. Oh, who is? Oh, he's he, near to top of my list. He's he's standing down anyway, I believe, isn't he? Yeah, um, but I, I, the tone of my voice this should say it all. But I, I feel like that about David Lammy. I mean, David Lammy he doesn't have the comedy value, but he's just David. Right, that it, there is no comedy with Oliver Letwin. He is responsible for the Fixed Term Parliaments Act. I rest I, my case. I know, I know. I, I can't stand him. Need um, I say more? Uh, Philip Hammond. Yes. He's in the same category as Grieve. Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. But, but worse, he was in Chancellor. So this, I, th I think you will agree, I'm not sure whether our special friend will, because people have had a bit of bit more sympathy for this person recently. 
But if Theresa May, <laughs> if she lost her seat, I, I wouldn't lose any sleep. Yeah, no, I, she's, just, she has, no, I, she's I, not I, a sympathetic I, figure at all. I, the people, people have been a bit more sympathetic towards oh, her. I, I have given her at all. Give me a break. She has been. She was a worse Prime Minister than Gordon Brown. This is me saying that. I know, I know. Uh, John Burko. I, I know he's out anyway, but he's... So, and he's box office, so he's... he's if, he, if only he was impartial... If he was fair. If only he was impartial, he would be a fantastic speaker. But he's... Because he's, he's box office, he's got a great presence, he's, he's funny. Nobody knew what the speaker was until John Burko came along. And... There's an argument that that's how it should have been. The silent person that, that adjudicates and, 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 and deals with the House of Commons. I mean, they were, start, they were starting to, to... So, before him, it was Michael... Whatever, what, what, oh, 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 no. Michael, Mark, Michael Martin. Mark, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so people, he was getting in the news but for all the wrong reasons, which is why they replaced yeah. him to, with, with Burko. But Betty Boothroyd, people knew who she was. She was that's miles true. better. She was miles she, better. She's a legend. Yeah. And let, right, let's be clear here. You and I grew up with a female prime minister and a female speaker. Okay, as far as we were concerned, that's how it was. These these and strong the and the queen and the strong queen. We've got these strong female figures bossing all the men around. That's what we grew up with in our you know in our politics and in, in, in everything. It's just I think it's just an important point because right? mm. they they're not around anymore. No, no one like and Theresa May. You can't put in the same league as as any of them. I remember I remember hope, secretly hoping that she'd be a bit oh, more totally. like Thatcher. You know I remember thinking that that May and Trump. I mean it's not quite Thatcher and Reagan, but it's probably the closest that we were going to get for a long time. I and think thinking, that's what Trump wanted. And thinking oh, well she please. kept calling, he kept calling her my Maggie, didn't he? I mean that's what he wanted. <laughs> Um, How wrong could he have been? Heidi Allen. Stepping down. I know, but... And, and she's... Oh, it's, the political she life is, is too awful. It, people is it? are too nasty to me. And just... oh, okay, in that vein. Can I, can I call her a waste of space? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of wastes of space, um, the Independent Group for Change, which I believe is their current name, and I... By, that, by they, by, you mean, by they, I mean Anna, Anna Subri. Subri. <laughs> Because Is she the only one left? Or they're oh, probably. Um, awful. She, she, so she's going for it again. She's been tweeting that she she's is going for it. And, um, yeah, awful. Uh, Nanny Wollaston. Um, yeah. Who's, she's, she's lived down She's now, lived down she? now. Yeah, well, she yeah. always was, really. Um, yeah. She's, a, she's another one who's a waste of space. I, I mean, Heidi Allen is worse. Heidi, Heidi Allen was... Um, uh, the character from uh, Nicola Murray. Nicola Murray. Nicola Murray. Yeah, Although yeah, Nanny Wollaston has done, she's far more authoritarian when it comes to it's nanny state stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've, I've haven't, I haven't been able to stand her for years. Um, you disagree with her politics more, whereas Heidi Allen is just useless. Yes, Heidi Allen. That's, that's the difference. Nanny yeah. Wollaston, I, I, I disagree with. Yeah, um, Rory Stewart. Rory Stewart. I mean, so he's 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 off because he's campaigning for London Mayor, isn't he? Um, to to did you see when people were tweeting him about? Um, so there was that couple of days where everyone was massively positive about leaving with a deal. When the, when Boris came back triumphant from the EU with a deal, 
And I think we should acknowledge that he did. Well, so that wasn't an easy task because they said they were never going to never open, reopen the withdrawal agreement. No more negotiation. Yeah, that that yep. was it. And he managed to get it. He managed yep. to, to get them to, to significant renegotiate. Significant change. He managed to get it past Ireland. He managed to get it past the rest of the 27 EU countries. The ERG. The only people he didn't satisfy was the DUP. And yeah. if anything, that improved his political standing for doing so. Yeah, so to get all those people happy with the deal, that is no mean feat. I still think it's a rubbish deal, but that is no mean feat just to get a deal. But the comparison of it to Theresa May's, I still think, is night and day. I, I, just because 95% of the wording is the same, that 5% was so serious, so serious, that he did a tremendous job, I think, well, getting so, rid of so it. So the, bi- the it. biggest difference between May's deal and this one is that we can get out of it. That's what I'm saying. That's so, it's, That's, it's, 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 it's so fundamental. You know, it could have it been 99% the same, but the fact that we can get out of it unilaterally is, yeah, night and day. Yeah. Um, so this this next this next person, so Nicholas Soames, and I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but he's the grandson of Sir Winston Churchill. Is he? he I'm not he sure. Doesn't he doesn't mention it. He may have mentioned it, but um, so he, he's off, he's off anyway. He, I think he's now a Tory again. I think they've given him the whip back. They have given him the whip They're back. Given a few of the whip um, back. Probably um, just because of the fact that he is Churchill's grandson. Yeah. Did you know that? No, just uh, passed me by. Um, but. I'll be glad to see him go. I think he's, he's oh, yeah, he's a, he's a win-back. There's another couple of people. So these these two here, they, they might be on your... Is, on, is Ken Clark on your list? No, he's, he hasn't wound me up enough, and he's he's still he's still got the comedy value, but he's not... You I, secretly like Ken Clark, don't you? But So he's where David Lammy was, I guess, for a while, in that right. he's amusing and he's rubbish, but it's just quite comical to see him on TV and to see him look like Father Jack. and <laughs> He has aged badly, hasn't he? <laughs> I, I used to be a massive fan of Ken Clark. His, his, his Europhilia was the only thing I didn't like about it, but I loved his honesty about it. And I'm talking like, yeah, 10 plus years ago or whatever. Mm. Uh, I thought it was great when David Cameron brought him into the cabinet, you know, the old, the old dog and everything. Um, but yeah, he's, he's turned into a... But he's, he's, but these, so these next two... But he's standing down. He is. Um, these next two could be on the list of people that I don't, I don't like them. They're not good. You, I've, got, I've got another good list. But strategically, you want to keep them in their but post. Yeah. But I, so they've, they've, gone, they've, they've, they've moved towards David Lammy for me. Okay. But for you, they may be in that other list. So number one is, and he's just wound me up more than ever recently, but Richard Bergen. I mean, he is comedy value. <laughs> Because he's such he's such a moron. He's such a moron. It's just I. It's it's like if I tried to parody him, I couldn't. I couldn't act that stupid. I don't know how he does it. It's I. I think Sasha how? Baron Cohen would struggle how? to do a more Bergen. Bergen. He's just. He'd be a good choice actually to play Bergen. I think he's got the vacant look on his eye. He can do the vacant look. How could you out parody him? It would be no different. I mean, there, there's a reason why. There, there is no political parodies at the moment. There are none. Uh, yeah, there, there is no thick of it anymore, because there's no need. It's too stupid. Yeah, I. No, I'm afraid. I'm afraid he stays in my okay. world. <laughs> I thought he and this, this, the, the next one may as well. So Rebecca Wrong Daily. Oh, I could take a lever. Um, I. Uh, she doesn't have the comedy value. She's just useless. No, she's just useless. She's. So, no, yeah. she can. She can. She can do one. And that's that's my that's my. I mean, I could go on. I mean, I could write six hundred and fifty down here, but yeah. that's my 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 kind of list of 
of people. And I've got a couple of other lists. We're, we're pretty balanced there in um, Labour and Tory, I think, or an ex-Tory. Uh, yeah, so I, when I wrote couple this... Of Dems, and that's, I, that's fairly um, proportional to the Commons, I think. Yeah, yeah, so when I, when I, um, when I wrote this, I, I, I thought before I completed it that it was going to be all Tories, or mostly Tories. Yeah. Um, but no, there's, there's, there are a few from, from all over the place here. So I've got a, I've got a good list. Of, uh, of of people that I, I mean, it, it pains me to say that I want these people to stay. But if we have to have some MPs, then these ones have been better than most. These are top of the pile, but not for strategic um, comedy value. No, this is just this is just people who genuinely out and out think that they're trying to do their best. And in a, in a in six hundred and fifty awful human beings, these are probably the best. Okay. Okay. So it's not a high bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Jacob Rees-Mogg, obviously, I, I think he, I think he's done well. Um, I don't I don't agree with him on a lot because he's, he's too nanny state for my liking. Yeah, uh, he voted for Theresa May's deal, um, but as far as all the other MPs go, I can't think of many that I like more than him. He's principled. He's a conviction politician. He's a he's principled to a point. Again, Theresa May's deal, all that. But yeah, I like I like, I, I like him. He's flawed. Um, I think he's in his absolute perfect position in government as leader of the house yeah i think he's good i think he would have made a good chief whip actually yeah i think he would have not thought about i think he would have made a good chief whip but i think i i have uh since the mog cast um his his understanding of parliamentary procedure he'd make a great speaker Oh yeah, make I, a that's a brilliant there was talk speaker. about him being speaking before. Yeah. And I remember thinking he would be unbelievable. Yeah. But I think if ever, if ever you're going to have a person that's in charge of of the legislative program, which is what the leader of the house is for, should be. It's yeah, it's him. So, uh, and and he's his his now that he's at the dispatch box, and he gets the final word, he's come into his own, hasn't he? Because he's before in the Commons. You know, you're not allowed to have the final word. Now that he has, he's just reading them off. Just these one-liners, left, right, and centre. Brilliant. He's very good. Uh, so Dominic Raab. Dominic Raab, you Did, didn't like him for a while. Oh, it's high up on your list I, here. Well, that's a, they're not in order. Okay, but, he, I was but he's the still one. on the list. I know, I know. Yeah, he's, I, I've changed my mind a bit from him. Yeah. I think he's in a. I think he's in a constituency that voted mainly remain as well or oh, very really? close so okay 50 he, he, could, he could lose his seat uh, yeah i've been i've been singing his praises since he was a junior justice minister well know, so i liked before. him and then i didn't i didn't like him as much right and then i liked him again um so yeah he's he's he, he is he is he is definitely a rising star isn't he he's now foreign secretary again he's now not dissimilar age to us um he's got he's got a long future ahead in the conservative party i think and on that note, <laughs> Lee Rowley. Lee Rowley. He Legend. gave the, um, uh, what do they call it? There's an opening speech that you give at the beginning of the Parliament. So, so obviously it got prorogued again. Did you know it got prorogued again? Has it? it got, I've, I've been, when did it get prorogued? Exactly. Is this because of the election? No, because of the Queen's speech. They had to have a Queen's speech. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so it I got prorogued again. Since... And the media paid no attention to it whatsoever. People didn't fling themselves over the speaker or hold up signs saying silenced. That's prerogation of Parliament. Yeah, so there's, they call it something, the, the term escapes me, but there's, someone gets the honour of the first speech in Parliament and Lee Rowley. Uh, I yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen or, or heard that. I should, I should give a look. 
Um, but yeah, he's he's he, well, obviously we've we've seen him speak live. Um, yeah, I've I've seen him a couple of times now at different events. He was at this. Um, oh, not, where did you see? Not him? a spectator event. It was at the. It was at Lord North Street at the IEA. Right. He was giving. We were talking about democracy, and he gave a he gave it like a, yeah, a monologue at the start and he was answering questions along with other people um, but yeah fantastic okay. yeah I think he had to run back to vote on something so he didn't stay for long he had to kind of right. stay in and, and he well look you know I went up to him and had a, a good chat with him after the event at the big tent festival a couple of years ago he's a he's a proper liberal and that's yeah that's certainly why I like him mm. um, again someone who I've I've always liked a bit but he's um I haven't always been 100%, a bit like Rav, but Steve Baker. Yeah. Um, get, I, I get, flip-flop a bit on, on Steve Baker. I, 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 didn't like think... it. I didn't like it when he said he wanted to tax every... Well, he said, oh. he said 35% of GDP should be taxed in front of us. Unbelievable. Um, at, 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 at that Big Ten event. Um, so I didn't, I didn't really like him then. He's sound on money and stuff, though, isn't he? Other yeah. than that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, I, you know, again, out of, out of a really bad bunch, yeah. he's he's not bad. Boris Johnson, obviously, um, you know. Because, again, I don't agree with him. I don't, I, you know, I don't think the deal's particularly good. I don't agree with. Him. He's quite. I mean, like you say, he's Come the ultimate on, he's centrist. Rory Stewart centrist. He, he is, and he's. Um, but he's clever about it. But he's got he's got the comedy value. He's got the box office. Yeah. Oh, he's um, a winner. He's and and he's and he's a winner. He's a winner. You know, he managed to win you know, London twice. London, in, you know, which is so left wing. Yep, twice on the trot. So, um, I wasn't sure about him, but I think this this one, this next one, but because of his comedy value, and because right. of, are you going onto a list of people because of their comedy value now specifically? Or? No, 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 no. no but right. the, 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 some of them are on this list because of their comedy okay. value. So, and because I've already set, I've already put a dwarf on the on the bad list <laughs> in Burko. I'm in Burke, I'm sticking Marc Francois on, uh, on on this list, um, but and he's an out and out Brexiter. He do, just wind do me you know up what, a bit. But do you know what I like about him? What's that? He winds up all the right people. Well, that's the thing. So he winds me up a bit, but he winds up everybody else more. Uh, yes, um, I, he has he has people. The, the vitriol you see on Twitter, for example, for him is 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 crazy, and so that's why he's worth keeping in. I mean, he's not place. as he's not on the level as Donald Trump, who is just we don't deserve Trump. He's, <laughs> he's from, I'm talking from a trolling perspective. He is an absolute master. Yeah, you know, he's he just he says and he tweets things, and you can just tell he's right. just there laughing at himself on his phone. Right. I see. This is this is digressing now onto Trump, but do you think that is that is what he? Or do you think this is? Do you think he means it, or do you think it comes naturally? Oh, I think. Do you think? Do you think he's there going, "Oh, what can I?" Uh, uh, or do you think? I think this is just him. I think he's. I think it's, he doesn't know why, but it just is. I think it's him to a point, but I think he's he's playing on this kind of arrogant persona, um, so he exaggerates it because he knows yes. it winds people up. Yeah, and he's 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 a master. I just feel. I just feel he's like, like he's so good at trolling. But I just think the world's aligned and gave us Donald Trump, troller in chief. I just think, I think he doesn't, I don't think he thinks about it. I think he just is good at it. I mean, so something. I think he's just a natural. I mean, he could, so the Elizabeth Warren, which is probably my favourite troll of his, 
Do you, do you remember? Do you remember that one? No. What was this so one? Elizabeth Warren was the so she kept she for, for years and years running to be Democrat. She is, yeah. So, but for years and years, she's been playing on the fact that she's uh, part Native American. Um, oh, this is her. I okay. didn't realise that was her. Um, and, and so she's, you know, <laughs> I she's, know what you're she, she's, she's put like, she's had recipes in recipes book, books and stuff as like these Native American things, and they've been like just literally copied and pasted from other books and stuff. And she got, got a scholarship for something because of her, you know, her heritage or whatever. And he was, he, he called her Pocahontas again and again, <laughs> and he kept saying, get a DNA test, get a DNA test, get a DNA test. And he was just going on and on and on about it. And eventually she gets this DNA test done, comes back that at the most she's like one. Thousand and twenty-fourth Native American <laughs> Indian, which we probably all are. Well, yeah, yeah. But anyway, she comes back and she says, "Yeah, I've had, See? This, I've had this DNA test. Look, it proves it." And he's like, "Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares." And he moves on, and it's it's genius. And now he's mentioning weapons-grade <laughs> trollery. Um, anyway, anyway, you were talking about Mark Francois, which is yeah, yeah. who's not in the league of Donald Trump. No, he's not. But he, but he's he's not bad at trolling. So I've got a, I've got two more. Okay, uh, these aren't on there for their comedic purposes or anything there are a couple of people who I think more than others probably deserve their seats and again this is on the I mean I don't like any of them but you know okay best of a bad bunch so I've got Jeremy Hunt who I, I think politically is very savvy yeah and I think he's so he's kind of he's respected Brexit as much as did you see his did you see his tweet when Boris came back with the um with the deal no I don't remember that great tweet Great tweet saying. So you're all about the well tweets done. now, aren't you? All about all about Twitter now. Nick, I'm never going to be on Twitter, Elliot. I, I do you, because <laughs> I need it because you told me because you get bored with me saying, "Can you tweet this, please?" <laughs> but now you're all over it. Yeah, good. If I do something, I do it properly. Anyway, so what what did this tweet say? Oh, it was a proper congratulations. Right. Didn't think it was possible. All of this. He's yeah, yeah. He's done it. Fair play to him. Was his was his message. And you know that that's yeah hats off hats off. Sorry. And well, actually coming back to Rory Stewart, I was going to mention that um, uh, people were tweeting him saying, "You said this was not possible," as in they're never going to open up the deal again, they're never going to get all of that. Um, and he came he came out to I was wrong. And I think he's given an interview now saying, "Yeah, I was wrong." And I mean, it really does fair just play, completely. Fair play, I guess. It, it does. He's still but on it my also, list. He's still on my list. It, it, but it also very neatly. Just ties a little bow on his leadership campaign, doesn't it? And allows you to just kind of knock it into the bin. Yeah. Uh, and the final one on my list, uh, Sajid Javid. Yeah, this is only because he's an Ayn Rand fan, or it's, he claims to be. It's 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 part. I'm that. waiting. It's not. I'm, it's I'm doing this not because of his speaking voice. I'm doing this. <laughs> oh, bless him. That's not fair. We both. We both. No. <laughs> um, I am. I am. I do. I do judgment quite, I do quite for like a him, proper budget. And I suppose the point is, you've got to wait for a budget when they actually have a sodding majority, because otherwise there is no there is no budget. Mm. Um, but it won't be a libertarian budget, Nick. It won't even be a yeah. classical liberal budget, I guarantee it. The size of the state needs to reduce in order for me to think that either Boris or Sajid Javid um, are in any way um, small statists. I mean, they're, mm. they're, they're, I, but anyway... I'm 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 kind of with you, but I I don't think all of the people on your list would be on. Well, it's my list. On, it's not, it's, 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 my, I mean, yeah, I, so. and I haven't I haven't prepared for this. I haven't gone, gone through a list. I did want to lament the loss 
of of several people. We, we you've come up with your lists here of, of people that uh, you either want to go or that you know that are going. Well, I've got I've got one more short list. Okay, um, which is people that so they're on the good side of the paper, but they're not they're not good, but they're on the people that I would quite like to I quite like to see keeping their seats because of the sheer idiocy that oh, surrounds my them. David Lammies. Yeah, so okay. it's your David Lammies. So top of my list is Jeremy Corbyn and he is top of the list because I he, as long as he doesn't win <laughs> yeah I just always there's something dangerous about him now that I would sleep easier if he wasn't an MP <laughs> okay so I guess I, 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 my caveat is that I, I him want him and, to him and McDonnell yeah no McDonald's too on the scary list. but Corbyn I think I you would... see, he, no he wasn't on your bad list ah he should have been well, calling you out on John McDonald, but it, this is—it's my Brexit bad list, really. So it's—it's it's kind of—it's all. Well, the, I, I, I don't want this Brexit. to be too long a talk about the general election. Anyway, so my, my my plan for Corbyn was that he could just destroy the Labour Party. Yeah, um, that was my plan for Corbyn. You can't—you can't have it both ways. I paid three pounds. My plan I'm not was paying for him money for this to what? destroy the Labour Party. Um, and the only other person on my list. Is and I'm sure he'll be on yours too. Is Barry Gardner? <laughs> so did you see? He's just so good to watch on did, TV. Did you see the? Again, you've not. Been, I'm I'm the one on the media and the social media. Um, yeah, busy with work. Um, did you see the leaked um, like list of? Um, this wasn't a campaign list, but it was like a campaign strategy document that got leaked. Okay. Did you did you see did you see this? It was about about ten or fifteen bullet points, Labour bullet points. You read it, you could totally tell that it was real. This wasn't just something someone had spoofed. This was we must do this, we mustn't do this, don't do that. Keep, keep proper keep Jeremy out of it for the first few weeks. Then once he gets more popular again, all of that, all of that. Okay, it was fascinating. Um, the thing that the the person who tweeted this that I saw and highlighted this bit about the winter make it Dickensian make it about being cold and poor and all. I mean how cynical is that is that winter election so let's let's turn it into Scrooge it's like when they talk about weaponizing the NHS and oh, that kind all of that kind of stuff is in here but there was this whole point of um, the people that needed to be um, stuck in front of the media and who's on the list Gardner the, the constant Gardner um, yeah, uh, but you know, they got people like Laura Pidcock and stuff in that list as well. What they considered to be um, media savvy people. Okay, that they that they're the ones they want to. I mean, Gardner makes the best arguments. That's why. That's why. And it, the thing is, you know, he's enjoying doing it as well. Yeah, and he's also. I mean, so he's he's the one that get in when nobody else will. When it's a really difficult position, when you've got to defend something who's going practically. Indefensible and steamroll, and he'll 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 go on there. Um, you didn't have um, you didn't have James Cleverly on your list. I thought maybe you would be a fan of Cleverly. Actually, yeah. So and, and particularly the other day, did you hear? So who's who's the leader of the SNP? What's his name? Ian Blackford. Uh, Ian Blackford. So he was he was giving a speech. He can't he can't. Have you have you seen when he's giving a speech? Have you seen this? No. This I'm, is only for the people watching um, on our on our video. So you're just going to the top and the bottom of your notepad. Is that what he does? 
Next time, you won't you won't be able to not see this now, and you won't you, you'll you won't be able to listen to what he's saying because you'll just see him doing this all the time. Anyway, his uh, his speeches are awful, and he was he was he's giving a, a, a particularly long yeah. speech, and then he he kind of he was reading. He doesn't notes. ask questions; he just makes speeches. And then he said, uh, in conclusion, and then obviously all the Tories went Rah! started roaring, and he and he just and he then went off one saying, ah, oh, this this is this is typical. This is this is what the the politicians think of. The people of Scotland, when the people of Scotland speak, they, you know, the yeah. Tory MPs tell them to shut up. And uh, then James Clover just shouted, shouted at the top of his voice, not all of them, just you. <laughs> <laughs> so he's very, very sharp, very, very funny. Um, yeah, he can. He deserves to be on my list. Yeah, I think he's, um, he's another one that has got a, a fairly long future, I think, probably at the top of the party. But only really because he's very loyal. He's just, because, you know, he was under Theresa May as well. He's just, he's... Again, a bit like Rob in the early days, where if you needed someone to just defend the party line, you send out some of these you know, newcomers or whatever, and, and until they've done their time, and then they get given a given a proper job yeah. or whatever. So I've got I found the I found a list of people who um, uh, who are standing down. Okay, uh, I don't. I mean, it's a long list. So oh, well, look, you, I don't. Go th- I don't want to read all of it. There but, are there are a few big names. I thought we could perhaps mention some of the big names. Yeah. Uh, so Nicky Morden. Um, Alan Duncan, Nicky Morgan, Nicky Morgan, yeah, yeah, one of the, I think I didn't realise earlier that. today. I think Alan Duncan, I only heard about today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, former first, in fact, winner of the Chukaramun Award. Yes, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, doing the only politically savvy thing now, which is to clear the field. Yeah. So, and you've got, I mean, you got David Liddington. Yeah, Liddington, uh, Hugo Swire, Joe Johnson is is going, obviously. Yeah. Um, Michael Fallon. Um, okay, old hand, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Soames. Yeah. Um, Did so, you know he's uh, grandson of Winston Churchill? Is he really? He should. He should mention that. Mm. Uh, so this is so someone else speaking of relatives, and I, I don't know if this is a relative. But when I say his name, you you, you might know who his presumably his dad is, Nick Hurd. Well, uh, the assumption. Is, is is Dougie's son? Yeah, but I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. Um, so uh, who else is there? Um, we've got Gloria De Piero. Uh, she's going. Um, Kate Hoey, who I thought was yeah. I mean, obviously Brexiteer, one yeah, of the yeah. few. I mean, you've got to you've got to really want it, haven't you? Um, yeah, particularly the Labour Party. Um, Owen Smith. Um, he's oh, he's is there. he going? Yeah, he's going. He's going. Uh, of the Lib Dems, uh, Norman Lamb and Vince Cable are off. Um, so, and this is this is someone we've mentioned before on our list. So, former Tory, former Change UK, former Independent, <laughs> former the Independents, now Lib Dem, Heidi Allen. Heidi Allen. <laughs> um, the thing is, we can't actually put the word disgraced before all of that. It's always nicer to announce someone as a disgraced former Tory MP. It, yeah, it is. In it that, is. Um, what was his name? Um, Hamilton. Ian, no. Neil. Neil Hamilton. Disgraced former Tory MP, Neil Hamilton. Yeah, when it, yeah that's a private, a private eye and um, have I view, isn't yeah. it? So, and they're, they're, so these, are, these are being named as Conservative Independents. Uh, so, like Guto Beb, uh, Oliver Letwin, Justin Greening, Ken Clark, and Nick Bowles. Nick Bowles, Nick actually. Bowles. Can, can, he can oh. get on my list. Uh, so, he's a neighbouring constituency. Um, so, there's Grantham. Uh, uh, and Stamford. Oh, okay, is it? Right, yeah, okay. so uh, there are people who work for me that um, 
can vote him out. Right. Not that um, I need to now. No, no, this is this is very true. I didn't realise he was standing down. And proper independence, we've got uh, Amber Rudd um, and Roy Stewart. She didn't want to be there. Yes, I know, she wanted to be a Tory on her way out. And Anne Coffey from the Independent Group for Change. Um, uh, is that the same as the... Oh, well, I don't care. They're all parody party as far as there's, I'm concerned. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, I think it did. So the Independent Group for Change was... The independent group, and then no change one cares. And, yeah, whatever. To, to requote Trump, <laughs> right? Back to Brexit. Okay, is it happening or not? I know it's not happening tomorrow or today. If you're listening to I mean, this, on it's, the so it's. Is I it happening ever? I've always thought that it wasn't going to happen. I've always thought that they're going to find yeah. a way of preventing it. I think it's looking less likely that they can prevent that before the next general election. And even then, they can't. They shouldn't really be able. They shouldn't shouldn't be able to bind their the next parliament. You know, parliament cannot bind its successors. However, they've done so many things that are unconstitutional that have still got through. I was going to say the law lords, but the Supreme Court and gone through the courts. I can see them doing something unconstitutional and it, and it getting through. So I'm not with convinced. the new parliament. Yeah, I can see this dodgy zombie parliament doing something. Um, oh, you to, mean in the next couple of days? Bind, yeah, to bind. When um, is is it like the? It's early November, isn't it? That it's only it's we've only got about another week. Before... Yeah. So one of one of the dates that I I don't think it's the, the the date of the election, but one of one if it was going to be one of but the other parliament dates, gets dissolved. Yeah, but if it was going to be one of the other dates, parliament would have been dissolved on November the fifth, which I thought oh, would have been fantastic. That would have been a lovely symmetry to that. Although we have got a new prime minister on Friday the thirteenth, which I thought was quite amusing. Excellent. Um, but if you could have combined them, the both. other the other thing um, that I hadn't um, uh, I realised. I mean, it's obviously obvious, but. Um, because of the Fixed Term Parliaments Act, December elections from here on in, just in another five years' time. Of course. <laughs> of course. So, I mean, they've. it's been in the last two, or is it or certainly the last one Tory election manifesto, but they just never did it. They've, they've got to repeal that. Well, that gives them an excuse now, doesn't it? And, and with a majority, if they get a majority. So this is the thing, it, it is all down to the Tories getting in. But I can see, I can see the Lib Dems Who upsetting. would have thought? I can see the Brexit party But Oliver Letwin, when he, when he thought up in his genius brain of his, the Fixed Term Parliament Act, that it, it's caused this turmoil surrounding leaving, hasn't it? Because we should have had several <laughs> governments, parliaments, since then, by by all rights. Well, it's, I mean, the idea that when a prime minister loses confidence in the house, and by that I mean doesn't get stuff through, yeah, that is prevented prevented from calling a general election. How could that ever possibly be a Zombie good government. idea? It's, it's ridiculous. And well, that, other than the fact that I it, it, I keep hearing people, people I know. Uh, lament the fact that the government isn't getting anything done, and I'm there going, "Yes, the government's not getting well, so, anything so that, done. Let's keep this going for as long as possible. I don't care if we don't leave. Just do nothing." That's the only other thing as well. As much as I'm saying, I hate the Fixed Term Parliament Act. I love the Fixed Term Parliament <laughs> Act because it's done all this and it's making Parliament implode and it's showing them to be the utter morons that they all are. Yeah. Um, the level, the level of moronism—is <laughs> that a word? <laughs> it is 
incompetence. Is, it's massively high at the moment, isn't it? But also it's this, if we say it enough, we'll pull the wool over their eyes, they'll believe us type stuff. Even just the spin on no deal. We're not going to vote for a deal, but you have to take no deal off the table. I mean, I, I, I mentioned this in my, in my, my pre-intro. Um, and the fact that what they, what they wanted to do, they, they hated the fact that the people had their say. They want their say because they're the MPs. Yeah, they're being revealed through they, what they really believe in democracy, which is no, not the people have the say. We have our say. We're your representatives and not delegates. Yeah, you like said it was about parliamentary sovereignty, therefore uh, we'll, we'll it, tell you what it, you want. Exactly. Um, but all this nonsense about no deal and all the nonsense about um, uh, preventing it or taking it off the table, but until this point in time, we can't have a general election because we might end up with no deal. No, the whole, the whole point is, and like, likewise with the Lib Dems, like, if you want to stay, win a general election and stay... If you want to leave with a deal, win a general election, leave with a deal. If you want to leave with no deal, win a general election and leave with what, no deal. What they're saying well, is... At least we have choices. What they're saying is we don't want a general election because the public are going to choose the wrong thing again. Yes. That's exactly what they're saying. That is what they're saying. It's what they have been saying. Um, I just hope. My, my faith in the British public got massively knocked in the 2017 election. After having... Not in '97. <laughs> well, uh, look, they voted. They voted for a, a pretty right-wing Labour government. So, but since since the election after that, my predictions of number of seats and who's going to win has been has been very so you, very close. So you don't like the people now because they've messed, they disagree up, they've with messed up your predictions. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, and especially as, especially after um, predicting the 2015 um, very very closely, and yeah, uh, I, was, I was impressed with that one. And everyone, every, uh, everyone else is going, no, it's not going to be like that. And I'm like, yeah, 10 or 15, 10 or 15. And so get, I got it wrong. I was just uh, dis- disappointed in all of that. But you know, there there is the worry that that yeah, I suppose that we're going to end up with some I don't ridiculous think, again. I mean, I, I know, I know that the polls are in favour of Boris and in favour of the Conservatives and I'm hoping that people... And there has been an election now where people saw how close Jeremy Corbyn could be even though they were told he would never get in. That's a factor. And I can... I, I, but I'm not, I'm not so much worried about them. I'm worried about the Brexit party splitting the vote. So I, yep. I'm hoping people will get to the polls and think, you know what, I can't, I can't risk getting a Lib Dem or a Labour MP. I'll vote Conservative. There's and, a better reason to vote Conservative. I mean... If Theresa May was still at the helm, then the Brexit party, they wouldn't clean up, but they would suddenly have a parliamentary force. No two ways about it. You know, uh, people like me potentially would have voted for the Brexit party to, you know, again, to put one in the eye to the establishment. They, they riding that anti-establishment wave, because let's be very clear, a lot of people, I think, I think it's a fair interpretation, did vote to leave the European Union because it was an anti-establishment position. Arguably, it's why you voted. It was the only reason I voted. Well, less government. Yeah, uh, yeah, you had a principle of less government. Um, You didn't mind giving one in the IT establishment. Lots of other people felt felt that way. Um, The Brexit Party, as long as there wasn't Boris, would have been that. And that's why... That for what at one point they were you know higher in the polls. They were forty percent, I think, at one stage. Uh, r- ridiculous, yeah. ridiculous. Well, obviously, they were outright won the European 
elections if if you can call anything in that election winning because of the you know, crazy way that it's counted um so where do we go from here that it's been extended extended to the this is interesting so did you know that the amending of the date that we leave is a statutory instrument did you know this legally as of a few hours ago the date we're leaving has become the 31st of january 2020 okay whereas legally it was the 31st of october 2019 didn't need a vote in parliament but isn't that because isn't that is that something to do with the ben act saying that it's up to it's up to the eu they can decide no there was already there it was another part of some other withdrawal agreement type bill so who that, that gave government the power to change the date. So why don't you just say, I, I, I don't get any of it. I don't get any of it. Other than the fact that potentially EU law, because it's, in, it's EU law, trumps. Supersedes it, yeah. I think, I think that potentially might be the only thing. But there has always been this need for alignment of those dates. And so there's a statutory instrument put forward. But it, it just seems odd to me that we can't just leave. This whole threat of no deal and all this kind of, I don't understand the Article 50 process as being a timer. I don't understand why it has to be that you have to wait for the zeroth minute. Well, you, you, why you don't. at any time we couldn't just go, that's it, I'm leaving. We can. Under Article 50, you can. It's up to two years. So we could have left with a deal or without a deal before then. I'm pretty sure of that. So you think, and so this is an important point, because I think this comes back down to Boris Johnson's politics again and the politics of the Conservative Party in general, bearing in mind that a good portion of them supported Theresa May and supported Theresa May's deal, that they would still rather leave with this bizarre renegotiated deal. They would even rather extend than leave with no deal. Because yeah. if they wanted to leave with no deal, Boris Johnson could have said, fine, if you don't vote for my deal in the next 24 hours, we're out. But he didn't do it. So could he could he have managed to put that statutory instrument in place on his own? That's what a statutory instrument is. Government just does it. That's my point. Hmm. That is, I mean, I so I I do think he wanted a deal. Yeah, and I believe he I, wanted a deal. I believe he was using no deal as a threat, but I believe that he could have surely got his deal through if that had been the yeah, threat. Possibly. I mean, maybe I'm reading this wrong. I don't know enough about the parliamentary system. But it just seems odd to me that today, specifically without um, without a bill, um, without an act of parliament, mm. statutory instrument just gets waved through. I don't know. Maybe interesting. Maybe it's not that not that simple. Should we wrap this up? Yeah. So we're going to have a general election. It's on the twelfth of December. Is that when they finally Thursday, agree? Thursday the twelfth. No EU nationals, no 16 and 17 year olds voting. Yeah, I'd say, I, I, not that I, I mean, I, I, I don't really want anyone to vote. Um, I'm not too bothered about, I, I mean, say EU nationals, they don't vote anywhere else, do they? Um, so We don't get a vote in any EU, no other EU country what I mean. That's what I mean. gives the vote. So that was just a nonsense. But that was clearly because it obviously wanted them to vote for, you know, pro EU parties. Um, 16 year olds, I mean, you see, your brain isn't, Fully developed until you're like 25 or something. I've been wondering. Like, I was a moron when I was 16 years old. Well, and I don't think I want you it on record. <laughs> Thank you. 
I don't think I particularly wanted on record the things that I did when I was 16. And I'll maybe say it after we've finished recording, because they're not things that I'm particularly proud of. But certainly I wasn't in a fit state to, uh, to vote for anything. Well, there no, was a video, <laughs> again, sorry, it's on the Twitter, um, of, uh, um, it actually, it was a video that um, was labelled the Democrats want the voting age to be lowered to 16. Um, and this is what 16-year-olds do. And it was a couple of, couple of kids um, who were... Eating Tide Pods. <laughs> no, this is uh, skateboarding. Right, uh, okay. On a, on a half pipe, top of a half pipe. Uh, and the guy's got a can of petrol and he's just draping it all down <laughs> down the half pipe and all over the guy's legs and you're going really? really? empties the whole thing down the thing nice like that takes out a match lights the thing it's like Ta-da! and then goes up to his trousers <laughs> lights, lights his trousers and then obviously immediately the guy just goes Ooh! and legs it and then there's like another 30 seconds of hilarity as this guy is cartwheeling and rolling around and the guy's like running over and trying to put out his trousers. 16 year olds. Yeah, 16 year old politics is not, is not a good thing to be. And, and if you're, you know, the parties that, you know, the parties that always want obviously 16 year olds to vote are the, the ones that are most aligned with 16 year old mentality. Yes. Like Labour. Um, so yeah, fortunately they're not going to And if you're going to, 16-year-olds were polled. Did you see this? A majority... This will shock you if you don't already know it. A majority of 16-year-olds think that votes should be taken away from the over-70s. Yes, no, I did, I did, I did read that. I did read that. Because, how, they're, because they're not going to be alive to suffer the decisions shocking. Over 70? Do they not know how long people live these days? I mean, Ignoring the fact that, uh, of, you know, that they should get a vote anyway. I'm... Unbelievable. That that alone excludes them and from that, the franchise. That kind of that kind of thing, whether it's EU citizens um, or uh, young sixteen-year-olds or, or whatever, if you want to change that kind of thing, stick it on a manifesto, win a general election, and then put it through when you've got a, a, a majority. And, and again, this has been the problem, the problem, like it's the only one, a problem of this Parliament, and certainly everything since March has been the rush law the quick get a law in, quick get uh, get a statute changed. Fast law is bad law. I mean, we don't like most law, but these these quick laws are just bad laws, aren't they? But if everything all goes well, by December the 13th, Boris is back with a majority. We do leave. Corbyn is consigned to the dustbin of history. The Labour Party probably implodes. There's a whole other podcast, isn't there, just to discuss about what could happen um, to them, which maybe we'll leave to closer to the, to the time. Um, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, I certainly hope so. Anyway, thank you for listening to Sounding Board. Uh, wherever you uh, look at the screen, thank you for, for listening and watching Sounding Board. Uh, you can uh, download this on the website. Um, YouTube. This will be on, hopefully. This will be on YouTube. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, please subscribe and you know, give us a rating if you like. And we will see you again next time. Bye.